Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. It's Christmas week, and do we have some presents for you, right, Nate? We do. Tell the, tell the listeners what they won. They won an episode that probably can't go on YouTube. Oh. And hopefully we'll be able to put it on the radio still. Keep that in mind. I do <laughs> not have time to edit the heck out of this episode. Okay. So we're going to have to be... So mind my P's and Q's and D's. Mm -hmm. And A's. And A's and S's. Yeah. Uh, What's up? It's Good Morning Liberty. We talk life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning every single day of the week. And we want to smash that subscribe, the follow button, all those good buttons that make your phone do things. You want to make sure that you can hear all the episodes. You got to be part of Fed Haters Club. You have to be. They're getting it right now. You could get a mug if you want. Look at that mug right there. You see that mug? Look at the mug. Oh. Look at that mug. Oh, that's a mug. It's yeah, an right actual there. mug. Yeah, I, yep. was, I wasn't just practicing. Oh. Um, there's the, yeah, I changed the way the logo is on the cup now, by the way. So, oh, just so it doesn't look like this. So anymore? it doesn't look weird. Oh. <laughs> it's too big well. and misplaced. So um, it's better now. That's look what it used that. to look good, like. Good but... morning, Liberty Fed Haters Club, right there on a mug. And uh, <laughs> needs to come into focus a bit. <laughs> well, we can't I oh, could change go. the focus, but okay. it's focused to your face right oh. now. Oh. So, you know, it's got to be up there by your face. Right? That's that how small it actually is. Actually, it's, there it's you a go. nice size cup. It's not bad. Yeah, it's a pretty yeah. big cup. I'd say that's... It's not bad. Know, I'd say that would hold some coffee. You can only you buy that... Coffee. You can only buy that if you're in the Fed Haters Club. You can buy it if you're not in the club, but it costs you $100 for the mug. To but, pretend. Yeah, but you have your own special promo code if you're in the Fed Haters Club to buy that mug and the t-shirts and other kinds of stuff like that. So... Anyhow, uh, go do that. Join GML.com. Um, not a ton of news over the weekend, I would say. Uh, there was a little bit, just slight, just slight news. I felt like I really have to just, bit, like I had to bend over backwards to figure out any kind of news yeah. that there was uh, that happened over mm -hmm. the weekend. I think this came out on Friday, actually, potentially, but it was after Dumb Bleep of the Week. And uh, it's not like that big of a deal. Yeah. Or I really couldn't tell because it was blurred out. Mm -hmm. But um, it it's not like that big <laughs> of a deal because, you know, I don't care. The Senate is really a joke anyway, and they just steal money from people and give it to other people. And yeah. I don't find these buildings to be sacred or anything. You're saying it was a gay weekend. <laughs> it was gay it was gay. There was gay stuff happened. Yeah. Um, which, okay. There, there's going to be the joking fun part of this segment and then like the serious, not fun part mm -hmm. of the segment. But the the fun news that happened over the weekend was this uh, gay <laughs> sex tape. Yep. And it does, you know, what I, what I would say seriously is it doesn't really matter that it was sex. It matters that it was gay. <laughs> no, wait, I think I said that wrong. I said that part wrong. Um, that part shouldn't really be the biggest deal, I guess. Uh, but it, a, a leaked amateur pornography video showed a congressional staffer having relations with an unknown man in the Senate hearing room. The uh, video obtained by the Daily Caller shows the alleged staffer can seen being on someone else's staff in a photo Naked on all fours, looking back at the camera on the table where senators often sit to ask questions during a hearing. Ugh. It appears to be unprotected. I don't know why that part. An unprotected like, staff. And uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You want your you want your staff to be protected yes. at all times, mm -hmm. and this one was not right. A protected member of the staff. A source identified the room to the Daily Caller as the Senate Room Heart Two Sixteen, the Judiciary Room. The caller blurred out his face because his identity has not yet been confirmed. This is before they confirmed his identity and the guy got fired and all of that stuff. So uh, this was the original article that kind of leaked this out. So now we know, in fact, who incited the erection. <laughs> all right. Chuck there's so many, good, there's so many good jokes was that it, we can make about Was it this, really the senator you know? he works for? Um, no. no. Okay, no, no. that's... Well, yeah. actually, we don't know who oh. the... We don't know who... Some the, of the live group mentioned that. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if we know that or not. Yeah, I don't think the... Um, I don't think the identity of the pitcher has been identified yet. We just know 
who the catcher is, if you catch my saying there. Um, yeah. We don't know that part yet. I don't want to have to edit this a lot for the radio and everything. I haven't know? said That's anything. Okay. I haven't said anything that can't go on oh. the radio yet. The, uh, I, so I heard about this because a friend texted us in a group message, and that's where I found out. I'd seen some people say something about a sex tape or whatever, and I was like, oh, God, who cares? Lauren Bobert out there giving HJs in the theater again. Like, who cares, <laughs> really? Um, it, which, which is about how I feel about this. I don't hold any special place in my heart for the Senate other than I kind of want it to burn down sometimes. Yeah. So That must have whatever. been on that guy's bucket list for sure. You know, oh, yeah. Worth getting fired. You, like, you have to imagine there has to be so many cameras in there, let alone shooting it yourself. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and to think, like, there has to be so many cameras in there. Like, what a ballsy you would, move. You would, think, <laughs> you would think that there is enough security. I just want to... Like the, the brave, this is brave, honestly. Courageous. It's a, a courageous, brave thing to do to go in there. Vulnerable, I would, I would have to say. Did you say vulnerable? Vulnerable. Vulnerable. Okay. Sorry. With a, yeah. Um, Sometimes V's sound like B's. I got you. Okay. Um, the courageousness to go in there on all fours, just as, as God made you. Mm. Okay. As and he, to look, and to look back at it, yeah, <laughs> and to film it like in a room in the in the in the Senate where you would think someone could walk in, like I don't know, a security guard, like oh, let me check and make sure no insurrection in there, okay, no insurrection in there, that's cool. But no, I guess it's just a um, it's just a thing you can do. So anyway, a friend sent us this story, and so I decided I was going to go look for the story, you know, because I hadn't seen anything about it. And so over the weekend, I wanted to try and figure out what the heck was going on. And so I, I, I went to the Washington Post. Charlie, as you can see, uh, nothing, on the, nothing on the Washington Post front page or anywhere on the website about this at all. Uh, so I was like, okay, well, the New York Times is going to cover this. They care about sex tapes filmed in the Senate. Uh, Nothing, nothing, nothing from the New York Times mm. anywhere on their website about nothing this. about the desecration of democracy. I did see that there's a sex scandal in Florida that has shaken the Moms for Liberty group, a right wing advocacy group's uh, influence is waning. Mm. So they did have a sex scandal on the front page, but it had to do with Moms for Liberty. Oh, right there. Um, I looked at CNN and I couldn't see anything there. I did see this article, How Often Should You Poop? And so I was like, okay, this is a lead. This is a, this could lead us somewhere, but no, that's not it. Um, so I did finally find, though, it was as you scroll way down on CNN's page. On, under more top stories. Yeah, more top stories. Way down here, right underneath uh, Dr. Gupta sharing how ketamine led to the death of Matthew Perry. You get the uh, Senate aide out of a job after a purported sex tape apparently filmed in the Senate hearing room. Hmm. Those things are all confirmed, by the way. Uh, right you know, below that stretch yeah. of it, highway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that has a deadly reputation. Mm -hmm. And so and then there's a news quiz down there at the bottom uh, <laughs> after that that you could mm -hmm. take. And the interesting thing, when you click on this story and read about it, this is before I actually found much about it, saying that he's out of a job after the publication of a video appearing to show two men having sex in the Senate hearing room. Uh, police are looking into the video, although not too hard. Yeah, God. CNN has... I would hate that job. <laughs> uh. um, imagine doing the lineup on trying to find the guy with the camera. Like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Let's see your... Uh, all right. In a statement... The person, whose name is Aiden Maisie Chiropsky, 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 said, <clears throat> this has been a difficult time. This is the guy who got fired yeah. after taking it for the team in the Senate room. Mm -hmm. A depiction that all of us have felt at one point in time <laughs> coming from the Senate. But uh, he says, this has been a difficult time for me as I've been attacked for who I love to pursue a political agenda. <laughs> While some of my actions in the past have shown poor judgment, I love my job and would never disrespect my workplace. Yeah. This guy's looking at legal options in this matter because he's being attacked for being gay. Uh -huh. This is, this is anti-gay bigotry. It's a hate crime. Homophobia mm -hmm. that's happening right now. Uh, but he, you know, he says he would never disrespect his workplace. Oh, God. 
I can't even look at this. God. Ugh. Imagine having the audacity after like the video's out. Like, dude, we know we can see you. We can see you. This I would never no, disrespect my is, workplace. No, there's no AI generated video or anything yeah. like that. Okay. Um, and coming out and saying, oh, I would never disrespect my workplace. I'm pursuing legal options to go to go after people. Like, and then you you still got this. Let's get away from this video. Oh, um, God. <laughs> God, I can't believe you pulled this stuff in here. Oh. I told you I don't know if I'm going to put this on YouTube or not. I'm not sure Change how it's going to go. Next. Oh, I don't think you want me to. God, people <laughs> put their hands there, you know? <laughs> it just lets you know there's nowhere safe. You're never going to... I might have to carry hand sanitizer with me everywhere like, I go now. Is this area going to be, like, roped off? like, Or maybe, like, a police line or something around the chair? Like, what yeah. are you going to do? I, if this isn't disrespecting workplace, I don't know what is. <laughs> I see people are dropping out of the chat. <laughs> you gotta get. You can't stay on this too long. That's uh, good thing. They, the good thing on the radio, you can't see anything. No, no. Yeah, because this would definitely not be allowed on the radio. This guy has an ass made for radio. Let me tell you that. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. um, no, we like can a get good donkey. Yeah, it's a nice donkey. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I said. Mm. Um, Ex-Senate staffer in alleged sex tape snafu may have exposed himself to legal trouble. Nice. I like that. Good job the uh, New York Post. So mm -hmm. he could potentially be in some legal trouble. Um, he's no longer employed by the U.S. Senate. We know that. Got no, uh, got no comment on the personal matter, said uh, Senator Cardin from Maryland. Um, Cardin was named the temporary replacement for Dianne Feinstein, slot, uh, her slot on the Senate Judiciary Committee earlier this year, which may have been how the staffer had access uh, to the Senate Judiciary. Or who was he with? Um, that I could have know. access. We still don't know. Yeah. Still not Because sure. the guy he was with definitely had access. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe they came in the back Sorry. door. I was just reading. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that one. That's good. That's good. They did, they did use the back door to get in. <sighs> they, came, they came through the back door, Nate. This is just... <laughs> Such a perfect environment for so many great, <laughs> so many great puns. Yeah, you know? oh, yeah. Uh, you can say that on the radio. People have, I mean, all kinds of people have back yeah. doors. In fact, I bet everyone does, <laughs> everyone. except for Kim Jong Un. You know, he's the only one <laughs> apparently. Uh, the question may be whether this was access under legal authority for a staffer, so he might not have had authority. Oh, I love that reality's better than like any TV you could ever make up. You know. The legal scholar also opined on whether charges could be brought under 18 U.S.C. 641, which involves the imp the improper of public property, maybe improper use, use or something, yeah. I would assume. Uh, the Capitol Police could argue improper that this form, maybe. constitutes... <laughs> it doesn't specify, it just yeah. says improper. This could constitute using government property for personal purposes, I... Are you sure? I don't really know. If anything is worthy of pulling a fire alarm over, <laughs> let me tell you what. The key, f the key factor is the fact that this videotape was made with the apparent intent to publish or show others, because that's where they found it. It was like a public, well, I don't think it was public, maybe like a private thing. I'm not sure. Someone's, private Discord. Someone's maybe. private. Sex in congressional offices by both members and staff have long been known to occur on Capitol Hill, yet this was a public hearing room, albeit closed at the time, and a tape made for what appears to be public viewing. Um, so we'll see how this one shakes out. I'm not really sure. Um, he might, I don't know. They might really, they might really come, come down on them for this one. I'm this is sure. just after <laughs> Biden announced that they were going to bring back decency. <laughs> I did see yeah. all that. Yeah. And so, and didn't some trans woman like expose her, his or her breasts? Yeah, that's been all the stuff that's been going around. Um, you know, going to bring back decency, and it's all the the, the breasts exposed uh, on what was it? The, uh, maybe the White House LGBTQ yeah. party or something. Yeah, some like that. kind of pride celebration, maybe yeah. something like that. Um, whatever. You know, I just I can't figure out if people who are criticizing this 
if they actually take the institution so seriously that they're like actually offended by this or if <clears throat> well, it's you know, just, Osama bin Laden's upset about this. Oh, he's very upset. Yeah, he's so upset this, about Clinton getting this could the actually, BJ. This could actually be incitement if there's a terrorist attack pretty soon. Probably. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I think people you don't think Osama bin Laden Jr. is paying attention. Oh yeah, they definitely are. Yeah. This is, you thought Clinton getting a BJ in the Oval Office was bad. Yeah. You mix, now you're mixing Gatum <laughs> into it. They're definitely against that. Now, I know all you lefties that support <clears throat> Hamas and Palestine don't understand that. <laughs> but those folks, not only do they hate sex in government buildings, if you make it gay, oh, yeah. They're really against that. My God, can you imagine if something like this happened in, uh, Middle Eastern country, like in their parliament or or castle or whatever it is, they'd be they'd be beheaded. Oh yeah, yeah, they would they'd be dead already. Um, but yeah, I mean, America is such a terrible place. That uh, is right, Costco. That yeah, Mm -hmm. on the White House lawn, his tits were out. Okay, so it was fine. (laughs) Yeah, that was fine. I guess I mean. If you get implants, can you take your shirt off in public? It actually would be kind of a funny show of defiance against the trans uh, rhetoric to not censor it if it's a guy who got breasts added on. Yeah. And not censor it like any other guy who had a shirt off. Right. Well, (laughs) I think there was a guy right next to that guy who had a shirt off. Yeah. I think. Anyhow. So. That's neither here nor there. And his titties were just as big. (laughs) So the um, can I say that on the radio? Dang I it! I don't think so. Oh, breasts. Yeah, breasts. Okay, we're Shoot. gonna have to use like uh, scientific definitions right now. Okay, it's only science. Mm-hmm. Only science right now. Okay. Um, the the way everyone's talking about this, of course, the right. Can is, you change this too? Because what is this? What is Instagram or something? What is happening What's wrong on the screen? What's wrong with this? At least he has a thong on. <laughs> Come on. Good Please. form, holding up that bottle of whatever it is on his Please. back. Go to the next you know? one. <laughs> Go okay, to... there's a nice picture okay. of the, of the yeah. fella right there. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a man. I wanted to show. I thought I had this. No, nope, I don't have it in here. Man, let me pull this up real quick. Someone also pulled up the guy's uh, Venmo transactions, and I thought that was a good opportunity for us to talk about our history when it comes to putting things in the memo lines of Venmo transactions. Uh, because I don't know about you, Charlie, but I have a history of putting ridiculous things Oh yeah, on uh, my Venmo or whatever it is, on my memo lines for checks. I've, I've always done that kind of stuff. Um, but they, you know, I did want to kind of push back against this one because, okay, <clears throat> there's, I think, a really big part of this that's got the right so uproared right now is the fact is the gayness. I think that that's what's going on, and that kind of provides a lot of, ammo for people to talk about this, of course. So that's an extra level of, I guess, fun to the conversation. Would it be entirely the same if it was uh, some hot chick getting railed in the Senate? I don't think so. I'm not sure if we can put that on the radio or not. Gosh, dang it. Radio, (laughs) right? This is a tough radio show to do right Mm. now. Um, We got a radio show we do every Tuesday night on the Free Talk Live Network where we go under the name Liberty at Night. And so that's why you hear us call ourselves Liberty at night sometimes. It's a tough job to adhere to the FCC's regulations. It it's difficult. Because the FCC won't let me be or let Nate be. So it, it's the right is very... <clears throat> or let ups- Nate be me. The right is very upset about this and the left clearly not upset. Uh, the story is that Republicans are upset. If you're watching the left, the left was very upset about Lauren Boebert fondling her boyfriend in a theater uh, one time, which in a was theater Tyler. in a theater. Yeah. They're watching some kind of play or musical or whatever. Yeah. Beetlejuice is what they were watching in a, yeah. in a theater. And she was, uh, touching in, in ways that uh, might not be best for public. Although yeah. the, of course she we, was, the we've, middle all, thigh. we've all done it before. It was the middle thigh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was practicing skiing. Yeah. She's a big skier, you know, being but out there just from the Colorado. One hand. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen. You lose a whatever you, this is over there. And if you, you lose just one go, pole, you grab Yeah, you yeah. just go the other and you got to go extra hard with that one. <laughs> and so it's, you know, it's just good to practice skiing. safety. You never yeah. know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of partisan stuff going on with this whole story. Next up, Nancy Pelosi. And, and, oh, God, please no. <laughs> Uh, here's some of the Venmo <laughs> transactions. 
Um, maybe we won't say them, uh, but they were kind of funny uh, with a lot of words that we can't say. Like, okay, sexual favors was one of them. Strip dancers was one of them. Pineapple-shaped um, adult mm-hmm. toy mm-hmm. Uh, was uh, was one of them. Yep. And this is, well, I get it, this is funny, but if my transactions became public domain, they would basically say the same thing uh, overall. I don't know about you, Charlie, but um, I think I've always put ridiculous things on there. Oh, absolutely. So this to me doesn't really mean much. And I've seen this screenshot going around when it was inside some of the articles that I looked at too. Like, oh, we should have seen this coming. Uh, you know, look at this guy's Venmo. No, that doesn't mean anything. Definitely should have seen it coming. You're right about that. <laughs> no, we all already did, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, uh, the, I think we can say phallic symbol. That's scientific. You could probably say that. So pineapple-shaped phallic sure, tool. Sure, we'll find out. Phallic tool. We'll find out if it can uh, you say that? gets flagged by any of the program directors. Okay. We'll, we'll find that out. <laughs> Are you looking at the FCC's rules right now? Okay. <laughs> Inexperienced as far, as far as the radio thing goes. We've done, we've done like uh, 20 of them so far. So anyhow, uh, there's another clip going around of Senator Ben Cardin uh, talking on the Senate floor about January 6th and, of course, the uh, sacred space that is the uh, Capitol building. And this is being used, of course, to say, oh, well, these Democrats, they don't actually look at this as a sacred space. And the truth is they don't. They, they don't. This is all politics. When people are up there talking about the sacred space of the Capitol, it's just to win political points. It's just to put down their opponents. That's all it is. But this is also not some big sign that this Ben Cardin guy said this while knowing that his staffers were having sexual relations on top of the Senate hearing table also. I don't think that that's something that he was uh, asking them to do or okay with everyone doing. So, you know, just got to calm down some of the some of the rhetoric on this and talk about this for what it is. It's a real-life depiction of the American people every time the Senate decides to do something. And that's exactly what this is. This is perfect, made-for-meme, type programming right here. All you got to do is put American people in text on the guy's back and you can put that up to whatever, taxation or regulations or money printing or whatever. And here's a picture of this guy's back, says American people on there. And that's what we're getting all the time. Although we don't want it. And I think this seemed to be, I think he, I think he was asking for it like specifically. I think we're in trouble by the way. Are we in trouble? Yeah. What we do. Yeah, I don't I don't think any of this can go on the radio. Like none of it? Well, so what are the FCC rules around obscenities? There is no specific list of banned words put out by the FCC. Their official policy um, <clears throat> states that obscene content does not have protection by the First Amendment. For content to be ruled obscene, it must meet a three-pronged test established by the Supreme Court. So it must appeal to an average person's uh, prurient interest. <laughs> Depict or describe sexual conduct in a patently offensive way mm. and taken as a whole lack serious literary, artistic, political, or scientific value. Well, this does not lack any political value. Well, this is a political story. This is, yeah. This is a news item that Indecent happens. content portrays sexual or Stern. Uh, excretory organs or activities in a way that is patently offensive but does not meet the three-pronged test for obscenity. Uh, and then profane content is grossly offensive language that is considered a public nuisance mm. or nuisance, nuisance, however you want to say it. I don't think this one hit the three-prong test, but it definitely made the two-prong test. I think we're okay because we, this doesn't lack any serious political value. This is very serious political value. That's absolutely serious. I'm offended by this, and that's why we're talking That's about why it. we're talking okay. about it. Okay, this is a desecration of the American dream right mm-hmm. here. You see um, what happens when they remove the Ten Commandments? <laughs> there you go. Turn it just straight up right wing now. This <laughs> is what happens when you remove God. <laughs> this is they remove God from schools and from the Capitol. This is Joe Biden's America. Yeah, right here. Okay. Mm. Okay. Anyhow, um, that's that story, and we're sticking to it, and we just stuck it to you, and whether you liked it or not. So here we go. Uh, let's get to the next. You got anything else important? Um, just super important stuff to say about this? Words that must always be bleeped is a word I said when I said that she exposed her. Oh, yeah. You can't. Can't that one specifically right here? I see it. It's you have to bleep that with one. the 
With a T? With a T word, yeah. Can't do that? Yeah, I didn't mind my T's. <clears throat> I, mm. Like I said, I would in the beginning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Failure. So, Failure. Mm-hmm. Wow. How about that? Okay. Well, I feel like uh, just to minimize the editing, we'll have to move on to uh, to another thing to talk about that happened over no, the let's, weekend. Let's finish it this was, thing. Well, it's basically, it's it was finished um, from what I can tell. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, I don't I don't have anything else to say on it other than um I just I don't want people to and so I see so many people talking about this like oh this is what it, this is what blah 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 the left and the democrats and the what I'm like come on guys is it's sex in the Senate hearing room it's probably happened a thousand times at least this one was consensual you know they're only yeah. make they're 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 only making a big deal about it cuz the right's only making a big deal about it one cuz it was democrat staffer and two, cause of, cause of gay, and 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 that's it. And if it were opposite, if it were some people on the right having straight relations or whatever, they'd be trying to avoid the story. Wouldn't be talking about the sacred chambers of the Senate or anything like that. And look, and uh, the books prove mm. that Congress <laughs> has shelled out millions of dollars. To, big big to, D Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> that. Congress has shelled out millions of dollars to um, the to people they've sexually assaulted. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a thing. So, yeah, this happens, and I think we all deserve a, a chunk of the money because once again, this is just a visual representation of the American people. Every time this group of Senate members gets together and does anything, yeah. So that's the people. Honestly, this is art. If you think about it, this guy is just <laughs> portraying mm-hmm. in an artistic way. Exactly. I think it was a protest. I think so too. You, you've got the right to protest. This is protected by the First Amendment. <laughs> yeah, folks, this is the First Amendment case if I've ever seen one. Yeah, I mean, this is—they're just expressing themselves. Mm-hmm. You got the right. You got the right to protest. Now, I'm not sure I that is specifically the Judiciary Committee, <laughs> but I do think there will be a Senate probe into this, and maybe they launch their own probe. Yeah, in fact, probably. Ah, <laughs> oh, what a sticky situation. Oh gosh! Yeah. Probably okay. need to make a law about back doors. I know so people can't get in there. Keep them locked up. Yeah, let's keep that uh, protected. <laughs> so okay, now we'll uh, we'll talk about something else for a moment. This one, I can mean, you this, believe this whole thing used to be against the law? <laughs> Just straight up, still is in some places. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, let's take a hard, hard. <laughs> let's take a hard shift to another topic. Mm, Okay. That has absolutely nothing to do with this. And I mean, it's, it actually is unrelated. I'm just trying to preface that this is how unrelated it is, is coming in hard. Okay. Okay. Yep. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We're coming up on the holiday season. And honestly, I used to dread this part of the year seriously did uh it can be so stressful trying to find gifts coordinate schedules you guys ever try to schedule with your family during the holidays uh plus to me it's always marked the passing of yet another year and when i say that out loud i can't believe that i used to look at that as a bad thing the passing of another year not everyone gets that but adding something new and positive can counteract some of those feelings therapy can be a bright spot amid all the stress just like it was for me when I tried it. That's right, doing therapy worked for me and it can work for you too. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com gml today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash gml. Um, this is a video from over the weekend, a bunch of libertarians passing around, making fun of it. Um, Tucker Carlson hooked up with Glenn Greenwald. (laughs) Tucker. They're dating now. Maybe he's the guy that was holding the camera. I'm not sure. Um, Tucker Carlson was on system update with Glenn Greenwald and Carlson is almost like an economic socialist or basically fascist or whatever. Listen, he's not a free market economics guy at all. Uh, he does great interviewing people. He's pretty good on free speech. 
you know, he's got a... He's good on some other things. He's got a way of talking about stuff, for sure, but um, he's He thinks that Congress should, should stop electric vehicles because mm-hmm. 10 million men yeah. are truck drivers, and we should stop innovation so that 10 yes. million people don't lose their jobs. Yeah, and so it's a good thing he wasn't around in the early 1900s or any other time there was a right. technological innovation because he would have been out there preaching that uh, we shouldn't make this innovation because people are going to lose their jobs. Uh, but this, he's critiquing, here's what's wrong in America. Even though he's using innovation to launch his Tucker Carlson network. Now, people <laughs> people have a, people are having a tough time in in this economy, Charlie. And the, the rich are getting richer. And these, yeah. these big corporations, you know, they're taking over everything. And Tucker Carlson... People are just getting bent over. Yeah, they are. Hard. Yeah. And he has finally fingered the problem. Okay? And he has... has pinpointed that it's our libertarian economics Mm. that is the uh the issue that we have right now in america so this really is a dumb bleep but since it happened over the weekend and i saw a bunch of people talking about it i thought hey it's a good opportunity to um to talk about this right quick so let's get over to this video maybe i'll skip ahead just a a little bit once he gets going here but it also kind of transformed economic policy. He frequently kind of denounced the classic sort of Reaganomics, this idea that, oh, we should all cheer for the richest people in our society to get richer because a rising tide lifts all boats. And everybody watches Raytheon and Boeing and BlackRock and Amazon get richer and richer and richer. Can you stop it right there? Okay, this is kind of a farce. But at the same time, if you think about it, have we not all gotten richer? We have, yeah. Like insanely richer we have all gotten richer the poorest person in america today is way richer than arguably the richest man ever in history to live which was rockefeller doesn't matter who could probably amount to a trillionaire Mm -hmm. if you look at his actual wealth and all the stuff that he owned yeah but he couldn't stop his kid from dying from a infection exactly you know i think I, i need to look it up and i'm pretty sure he had several or a few kids die because of like basic like mm-hmm. medical things that we have now. Yeah. That even the poorest kid in America gets. You know how stocked his refrigerator was? It wasn't stocked. There weren't refrigerators. So, there weren't refrigerators. No. <laughs> no, yeah, it wasn't. Um, yeah. That's the that's the thing. So yeah, he was uh, really rich, but all of us have gotten better throughout this time. Um, are you looking up to see how many kids died? Mm-hmm. All right, let's listen to a little bit more of this. Aren't rising. I'm just tired of and- hearing that argument because like we are all richer. Yeah. Like but way they, richer. If you just point out certain people that got richer and maybe they got richer faster than other people, then you can hit someone's emotional buttons and you can tell them quietly that this isn't their fault, it's someone else's fault, and that they don't need to change anything that they're doing, that it's actually the the entire system is screwed up. And the system is screwed up. I don't think it's because of libertarianism. Uh, but the system is screwed up. And some people do get rich when they shouldn't. And that's because the government takes your money and gives it to other people through force. And uh, they print money, and that goes to people at the top first. And so, yeah, it's screwed up for sure. But I wouldn't blame libertarianism for this. And it really led a lot of people who have been capitalists their whole lives to at least start questioning not capitalism as a theory, but capitalism, how it, how it manifests in American society. What is your view about sort of where the populist right is, the Trump movement is, when it comes to these core questions of economic theory and economic populism. I think a lot of people have awakened to the now demonstrable fact that libertarian economics was a scam perpetrated by the beneficiaries of the economic system that they were defending. So they created this whole intellectual framework to justify the private equity culture that's hollowed out the country. That's my personal view, and I've seen it up close my whole life, so I think it's a fair assessment. Um, I think a smarter way to assess an economic system is by its results. So you can assign whatever name you want to the economic system of the United States. You could call it market capitalism. You could call it, I mean, you could call it a whole host of different things. But I I don't think any of that's useful. Those are boring conversations. I think you need to ask, does this economic system produce a lot of dollar stores? And if it does, it's not a system that you want because it degrades people and it makes their lives worse and it increases exponentially the amount of ugliness in your society. And anything that increases ugliness is evil. And it's just kind of, let's just start there. So if it's such a good system, why do we have all these dollar stores? 
What? He wants to measure an economic system by whether or not it produces more dollar stores. What's wrong with dollar stores? I I got to tell you, I mean, there's this big. I go down to my local Dollar General every now and then, and mm-hmm. ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that place. I got one. They got quality goods cl- there. Closest store to my house is a Dollar General, and I go there sometimes with a bulletproof vest on, strapped to the, <laughs> just ready to go, and uh, and I pick up the the jar of mayonnaise or whatever I was I was missing. They got you know? they got Dukes there. They got Kraft. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't understand. You know, they even, they even got Smithfield sausage there, which is like the best. If you want to get like pre-made sausage patties and heat them up in the morning, absolute best mm. China sausage you can find. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, I don't understand all the hatred for dollar stores. The idea is that there's a lot of poor communities and they've got a dollar. Like you drive into the city and the first thing you see is a dollar store, like on the way in. And somehow. Actually, the first thing you see in mm-hmm. almost every city is a dollar store. Yeah. Because they have like thousands of them so many everywhere so many dollar stores yeah like more than walmart or, or whatever else and honestly and, i don't know if you notice this or not but when you go into a dollar store uh some of the things are more expensive they are than and if you go to like walmart or and that's one of the reasons that or target a lot even. of people don't like them because they're not actually like some of the things might be cheaper but they'd be smaller quantities you're paying more per ounce or whatever right for, for everything there and uh, so that's one of the reasons people don't like them. They'll say that it hurts poor communities because they don't carry fresh food. And so poor communities aren't able to have, fr- you know, you know how you see whether or not they want that food. Someone needs to start a grocery store in that area. A fresh market. Uh, something with a fresh, with a produce market there. And if people decide to go there instead of going to the dollar store, then that's what those people wanted. And if they don't do that, then that's not what the people wanted. And it's a pretty easy way to check and see. Listen, I think a lot of people who come from these uppity neighborhoods, big cities, stuff like that, who have never had to live in actual rural America Mm -hmm. where you got a town of 200 people and there's not enough people there to maybe support a full grocery store or there's not someone there who wants to own a grocery store or something like that. And it's a it can be. A blessing when a big company wants to come in and start a dollar store there because you're acting like the alternative is this amazing fresh fruit market that was just going to exist magically in this area if there wouldn't have been a dollar store there. In the perfect and, system, Nate. I mean, that's... <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's not the case. They're, they open up in a lot of places where no one else will open up. I've seen it. I've seen it with my own eyes. Yeah. Okay. And of course, we miss the the most important fact, which is like we don't have a liberty a, li- a libertarian <laughs> no. economy no. whatsoever. This is not. I mean, let's just take it back to the very beginning. the The economic system that our founders set up, what is so far gone. In fact, you can measure it in dollars. It's ninety nine percent gone. The founders because ninety nine percent of the value of the dollar is gone. The, the founders, I know that I know what you're saying, but just to clarify it more, the founders didn't really set up an economic system. They set out to not have a government that impeded people trading freely with one another, and like so, the natural economic system was just free trade amongst people and being able to create value and trade for value. And they set out to not have a government that was going to stop people from doing that. And so, yeah, we had a pretty good free well, market system there for a bit. Kind of. There are tariffs, there's stuff. Uh, well, I meant like, know, so the Articles of Confederation, the reason why we had the Constitution was because states were making their own money and like they mm-hmm. wanted a unified, you know. There you which, go. said states have their own currencies. Right. Yeah. That was Articles of Confederation. Mm-hmm. But then they switched that, obviously, because... I mean, Hamilton being one of the big government guys and some other folks. I mean, it would be kind of difficult to have, although they do it in, in Europe mostly, mm-hmm. I guess. And the, although they've switched, they have the a Euro lot of countries have switched places. to the Euro, yeah. but um, coining money can, can be difficult when people don't agree on the value, let's say, but it is just a means for exchange. However, so they did have some play, I would say, in setting up an economic system, but yeah. we are so far removed from that. And I'm not even saying what the founders did was libertarian, right? Because I would classify a libertarian economy that would mostly resemble an Austrian economic school of thought. Like, how about they just don't do anything? Right. And then people decide, that'd be like anarcho-capitalism, you know? Yeah. That they don't come in and do anything. Uh, they could coin money, but it doesn't have to be like the only money that people are using, yeah. you know? Uh, maybe they wouldn't seize everyone's gold 
or, uh, you know, destroy that. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyhow, no, not libertarian whatsoever. He goes on to say that the libertarian economic system was uh, created its own moral, it was perpetrated on us by the people that would benefit from it, like these private equity people, uh, that, and, that's, and that's what it is. Uh, no, I'm, those people can benefit from people putting their money into private equity firms and investing in businesses, or the government taking other people's money forcefully and putting it into some of these firms and propping them up at the same time and bailing them out if something goes poorly for them. That's not libertarian. Okay. And then he says that they created a whole moral framework with these people that would come out and talk about the virtues of the, of the free market system. And like they create what they created Hayek and Mises and Rothbard and Rand and Friedman and all that. And this is just all some big conspiracy by big <laughs> private equity back in the early 1900s. Yeah to create this system that sounded like it was more like, oh, we're going to tell people it's good to let people trade freely with one another, but really, we're just trying to make a ton of money. That's all it is. <laughs> right. There's actually no morality behind this at all. Yeah. You know, he sounds like Alex Jones right now. Maybe you've been hanging out with him too long. <laughs> so you're saying <sighs> people can be free to make their own choices. That's... That's a... I mean... That's immoral. That's because, a lie. <laughs> because by people making their own choices, you can then exploit them because mm -hmm. they're free to make their own choices. I, what? I'm not sure. <laughs> so you create this system. This where, is the problem with personalities too. I know. If people follow certain people like, Oh, I love Tucker. I love Tucker. Man can do no wrong. <laughs> Fox news did him dirty. I'm going to follow him everywhere. And he I, says stupid sh like this. And then of course, like if you're not up to speed on economics, which most people aren't, cause it's boring as hell. I get it. <laughs> you're going to listen to this and be like, Oh yeah, yeah. Great analogy. You know, I noticed my, I noticed I'm having a hard time at the local factory making a living wage and my family shops at the Dollar General and, and, uh, Tucker's probably right. We need to analyze our economy and make sure we have fewer dollar stores. So everybody lives a better life. The whole railing against dollar, dollar stores thing, once again, it's just really weird to me. And to me, it comes from people who have never had to actually live in a really small town where like I come from a town where, um, here's the deal. Um, if my dad didn't want to have a grocery store, the town just wasn't going to have a grocery store. And that was it. And that, and if he's decides not to, which he did eventually, what did they got? They had a dollar store for a little bit, but you know what? My dad actually put them out of business because that people did decide that they wanted to go to that grocery store, but not every town has my dad. Okay. And so sometimes you got a dollar store and that's all you got. And they're all over the place. And they've done kind of a correlation is causation thing where they look at the dollar store and they say, well, look, there's a dollar store and it's a poor community. But what Therefore, this is a dollar store is making people poor. What happened? Why does that town no longer have a grocery store? Why? Because of Illinois' regulations and minimum <laughs> wage increases and taxes. It wasn't, it was no longer <laughs> yeah. profitable. There's other there's other reasons, you know. So it's, it's Illinois a, helped out that town. They did. Big time by mm -hmm. getting rid of their grocery store now. Big time. <laughs> yeah, they're doing so much better now. Everyone's happier there. They're not depressed. Everyone's got everything they need because of something. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not really sure uh, what it is that they did. So what you were saying earlier is people can listen to this. They can listen to a personality like Tucker Carlson and say, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, there is something wrong here. And they can be like, oh, yeah, the system, this system is rigged. This, uh, this, this system really does benefit people at the top uh, more so than it should. And then you could hear him say, well, that, and that's because of libertarian economic lies. I'm like, what the absolute are you talking about, yeah. dude? There's no libertarianism happening here where you have a market where you're able to create things, but then the government takes a whole bunch of it and then they just give it to other people who donate to people's campaigns or because they want to stimulate to certain area because of the color of the people who live in that town or whatever it is. Like that's not a libertarian economy happening where they print money and they give it to people at the top first. And then they get the full value of the money. And as a, as that finally makes it down into the economy, people's values been devalued by 40% when they finally get the money and prices have gone up. And it's just, that's not to say that that's libertarian economics. He's either lying or he's just an idiot. Like those are the only two options that are available mm -hmm. right now. He's either lying or he's an idiot. Ignorant. And I don't know which one it is. Ignorant. Or ignorant. It could but be he's, both. He's not, he's spent so, he's spent, I trust, 
that he has spent a lot of time reading and looking into these things and talking to people and investigating some things. And like, I wouldn't call him ignorant. He's seen a lot of the, he's, he's seen a lot of how the sausage is made out there. Okay. Mm. And so I don't think he's ignorant. I think he's just an idiot or he's led too much by his emotions. And so he's mad at whatever big company it is that he thinks is screwing people over. And that must be libertarianism because these people are able to operate in the market. So that's libertarianism. Well, and here's a couple other things. Tell me a system where, (laughs) what system exists where the rich don't get richer? Here's the thing. Like when you, when you make it somewhere, like when you, when you climb up the ladder, let's say like you, you get more opportunities. Like, LeBron James gets more offers to do commercials than I do. Mm -hmm. And why is that? Libertarianism. It's, (laughs) I mean, like maybe it's because like he has a large following. Maybe because he would do a better job selling the products that those people want to sell. So he's got way more opportunity. Just like some businesses would do a better job growing your money and your investment and your retirement portfolio than other people would do. Yes. And, they're just better at investing money and creating things. Um, Magoo said there's a lot of libertarians out there say, saying stupid things, and he could be citing that. That's also another thing. He's mentioned Cato uh, a few times in some of his other interviews. Uh, I think he's also mentioned people like Peter Thiel before, who's called a libertarian quite a bit. And these are people who specifically are out there gaming the system, arguing for free market economics while also arguing for the theft of other people, other people's money to go to them at the same time. Yeah, and so he could just be looking specifically at those people. They're gaming <clears throat> the system that isn't libertarian. Mm-hmm. So like, but even let's say you had completely free market economics. Like let's say we had the libertarian utopia, utopia, for instance, let's say that we, we lived in that world. There would still be people at the top. Mm hmm. Who would be making most of the money? There'd still be a top one percent. There'd be a bottom ten yes. percent. That would happen. It's 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 almost like a law of what, of life. What matters is did you get there freely by creating valuable things for people by bringing more valuable by bringing more value to other people's lives in the way that it would be in a libertarian economy, or did you get there because you were friends with the right people and you got access to other people's money before other people did? because of your friends and contacts and all the levers. And you were pull. you smart enough to know what to do with it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause some people get that access and they squander it. Yeah. But then they like, get bailed out afterwards, you know, that's fine yeah, until it runs out. <laughs> that's why most generational wealth <laughs> is gone by the third generation. Yep. <laughs> most of it. There are very few families, Almost all of it. There are very few families who continue on the wealth forever. Um, most of them are actually Royal. Yeah. (laughs) Government. Government. (laughs) Exactly. All right, man, we got to wrap it up. Uh, We just recorded a perfectly length and timed section for me to make into a radio segment for tomorrow. We're going to get banned. Right here, 47 minutes, and I'm going to have to put this into the text editor and figure out what words to cut out of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, it'll be a fun time. Have by all. It's going to be so good. Hey, Christmas is coming up next week, so we'll probably be out of the office, I would assume, at least Monday and Tuesday. Wednesday, for sure. Probably Wednesday too. Maybe Wednesday. Yeah. So, um, and it, it might not be here Friday also. We have over a thousand episodes. So just go back and listen to previous episodes and get real libertarian news, mm-hmm. you know, from a logical, objective approach. I got to tell you, I, and I need to know actually, you know, is there much that people disagree with that listen to this show? Because I listen. Um. And we, kicked, we kicked out that one guy. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> Not because he disagreed. Almost everyone I listen to, I find like something I don't fully agree with, mm-hmm. you know? And I always wonder like, okay, we offer a ton of opinions, you know? A lot of opinion. And mm-hmm. I don't want just people blowing smoke no. up, up Nate's arse. No. Can but I say- if we are, we should film it in the Senate. <laughs> we would definitely go viral after that. Yeah. 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 Um. <clears throat> Anyway, anyway, send uh, send me a note, Nate, at goodmorningliberty.us and let me know what you potentially disagree with or join the live group, join gml.com and send a note. Maybe create a channel. Like I disagree with gml on this. Yeah. And then put, and your, then put your name down on paper for us to see. That way we can prove you wrong in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, listen, we're talking a lot just 
you know, off the top of our heads most of the time. And we're, we're saying stuff. It doesn't mean that we have complete, full, real-time access to all of history at all times. But we've got everything that we've learned up to this point from the books we've read and the things we've seen and our logical, reasonable brains, you know, talking about stuff. But it doesn't mean that we're always going to be right about everything. We both scored above average on ACT tests. We so. did. We went above. Did you go above me on it? Yeah, yeah. Did you? Yeah, I scored higher than you. Did you get yeah. What'd you you want to know? Yeah. At 28. Did you really? Yeah. Good job. Don't you get 26? 26, yeah. yeah. Good I'm job. Two points ahead. <laughs> I'm probably just better at bubble tests. Percentage-wise, that's a pretty good percentage, you know? Yeah. Probably so, just better at the bubble test. That's what know? it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, uh, what we're saying is if you disagree with us, there's a chance, a slim one, I know, <laughs> that you could be right and that we should hear what it is that you're right about. That way we... Yeah can uh, question, because both of us will question whether or not we're right all the time. Mm. But I haven't done it in a while. So if you yeah. can think of something, then send it to us. Let We've us been know. wrong before on this <clears throat> on this show. And I think I can count it. I can count it on one hand, actually. Over a thousand episodes, I can count on one hand how many times we've been wrong. Um, but we always, and we always admit that, mm -hmm. you know, because we're open to being wrong. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Nate could be wrong about his border stance, potentially. You know, I could be wrong about abortion or something. I don't know. There's got to be something that you guys that listen uh, disagree with a little bit. So I just, I don't know. It'd be fun to hear. And if you disagree, send it to us in a message and we'll read it on air and we'll talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Uh, share the show with a friend or not. Um, Christmas is the season of giving. Yeah. You should give your loved ones a shirt. Can we say Christmas on the radio? Is that too offensive no. these days? Well, if they don't like that, they can... Stop listening. Yeah. Yeah. That's that that whole thing right there is how we ended up with the first story. If you don't got Jesus in your heart, then <laughs> I just you know got what I mean. you said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. We gotta go. Yeah. All right. We I, do, gotta, I gotta pee. We have to go. I was just telling the people that they, they should buy their friends um and loved ones a Christmas present from the merch store. Oh, they should. Yeah. It's not gonna be there by Christmas anymore. But um Well, maybe a New Year present. New Year present. Yeah goodmorningliberty.us or godhatesfeds.com or joingmail.com or bernielies.com. So many URLs to go visit. Um, and we're going to own half the internet by the time this is over oh, because yeah. we have more opportunity. We do. This, is, this game is set mm -hmm. up for us as podcasts. White. Yeah. And White the more people. listeners we get, the mm -hmm. more we get. Well, because it's a libertarian podcast and we live in a world that's been just dominated by pure, unadulterated libertarianism. And so naturally, we will flourish easier than anyone else. That's why you see libertarians you know? at the top. Yeah. Oh, that's why so many people in Congress are libertarians. Yeah, that's why we have the biggest mm -hmm. representation, because we gain the system. <laughs> all right, do all those things or not. And if you do, we will be back again tomorrow. Hope you have a good day and a good morning, Liberty. Liberty.